This is Carl Nielsen, and I'm standing on the threshold of the secret library of the Society of Artemis. In an old ledger, I found the missing page of a letter where the Baroness tells where the binding spell is found that can trap the ghost in a book within this library. The place is watched over by the Guardian, it seems, but the letter says a spirit can only enter or leave the room whilst bound to something. She writes of other things too. Canute returned to the castle of his own will, with the books, but the Baroness burned him to death before she saw them in his arms. He may have been no traitor at all, but if she had any remorse for what she'd done, this Baroness says nothing of it. In fact, she implies Elsa received just punishment for failing in her duty. The Baroness seems as bad as any Versen. If she was at the heart of the society, it's just as well it was mothballed for a while. The further we go into this murky story, the less black and white anything seems. Hound of Baskerville. The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Uh, Tuesdays with Maury by somebody. The Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien. The Crow Road by Ian Banks. Right. Excellent. That was like a, a lightning quick round of favorite uh, books and, or stories. It's not my like favorite, favorite book in the world, but it's a good book. But it's not my crazy favorite book I, I couldn't think of I mean I can't choose it's like choosing I, I can't do that so that's why I said it no me too I mean I, I have several books that are probably like higher in the order but this was the one I came up with mm. mine was my absolute favorite okay yeah I can choose <laughs> well, good, good for you, you. Did, yeah. good for you you did the quest <laughs> correctly but it's, it's like when somebody asks you for the, your favorite film and I'm like, ah, I don't know oh my god right. through in my head Ooh. just going yeah. through the, the files in my head and it's yeah. But you just pick one. But that's and it depends on your mood and you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. And they all come back to you at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Yeah, wake up with a start, just shouting out names of books. <laughs> why are we? Why is this the topic of the day? Oh, I wonder. Yeah. You tell me. Come on, we're tell me. We're in a library. library. Oh, we're supposed yes. to tell you. Yes. We're yes. in You're the, the host. library. We're in the library. Yeah. I'm trying to do a segue into like the. Adventure that we're actually going Smith. to play tonight. I thought that was very elegant. <laughs> yeah. Extremely elegant. Thank you. Seamless. I didn't catch that at all. I'm super <laughs> slow today. Yeah. You were last time as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is kind of my default uh, mode. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am very slow. You're like an avalanche. You're I'm like very slow get, in the uptake. Yeah, yeah. But then you, when you get the speed, you're unstoppable. Oh, thank you, dear sir. You can do that uh, for the next episode, maybe. Like, uh, uh, how intelligent are you? Should we rank yeah, yeah, our yeah. IQs? <laughs> we rank our intelligence. That's what I was going to say. Fine. Start with an IQ test. Yeah. Um, all right. So we left off uh, after at least one or two of you. Uh, maybe I don't remember really. Did you step into the library or did you just take a sneak peek? through the door. Just one person had stepped into the library, yeah, hadn't they? That's it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And who was that? Leifey. Life. Life. Hi, Life. 
Life is life. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And it being we this... were all thinking that maybe there was a trap or something because you were you were super, you were asking it with a super strange voice, Matthias, didn't you? Or maybe you're just overly suspicious. Like, yeah. are you entering <laughs> the library or something like that? Wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and didn't mm-hmm. didn't Leif have this warm yeah warm feeling in the yes. back of the neck? And then oh, yeah, you even you even yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you even triggered it if it was a trap. Yeah yeah, yeah. and and he was so cautious before because you know the 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 statue he poked it with his with the the cane no it wasn't a cane uh, it was a I can't remember <laughs> I'm also a little bit slow today. You mm. poked it with something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. With a handsome. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Andreas just said that's what she said. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have to explain this because when we were in Gotland, we had a night where where, where everything oh was what she said. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it, it it that's why it appears in the medieval. What week do you mean one, one night? It was the whole. Trip. It was like three days, okay. four days. Well, it was so very focused on one night, especially, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 But it was fun. Mm. <laughs> it was fun, and we were very like we're doing it in a very elegant way, in an elegant manner. Extremely, yeah. very witty, yeah. very elegant. Uh, yeah, spirited. Yes, intelligence. Of course, I would yeah. say. So mm. We didn't, we didn't overdo it. No, oh, no. Of course, of course, oh, no. Anyway, no, 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 no. anyway. So, uh, you and you all had a little bit of. Um, some of you, at least, had a strange experience outside the door as well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Well, there was that apparition. That blue apparition. Yes, I think a few of you saw that one, and mm. then, uh, or Leif and Father Skoglund, you saw the statue looking at you. You heard the dog growl. Oh yes, yeah. Mm. And uh, Anneli, you as well. You had a distinct feeling that you had to, that things were unfair, and that you deserved better. Do you remember that? Yes. Good, because that is still with you. Oh. But we'll see how yeah. that plays out, because now it's time to. <gasps> Start adventure. Start adventure! Yay! As you step through the doorway, mm-hmm. after having that strange tingling sensation at the back of your neck, you you see the room that you're in. Mm-hmm. It is a spacious circular domed room with bookshelves lining the walls, and it's uh, huge. The air is very still in here. There are desks and chairs strewn about the floor, apparently meant for reading. and. What you see, what strikes you, are the paintings. Painted all over the walls of this room are what can only be seen from, it takes you a few seconds, from old fairy tales, maybe, that you've heard when you were a kid, from, from myths. You see famous monsters, and you see those who fought them. Mm. But you see that these heroes seem to be, they seem to be different from the ones in the stories. There is a one-eyed giant being vanquished by a woman with a bow. There is a, a three-headed hydra fought off by what looks like a, ch- a child holding a shining rock of some kind. Hmm. There is a woman with snakes for hair. There is a, a bull-headed man. There is hulking trolls, beasts, living skeletons all over the walls and these heroes fighting them. It's like a huge battle panorama just 
painted all over these circular walls. Okay. Hmm. And uh, from where you're standing, Father Skoglund, peering into the library, your eyes are drawn to a huge motif. There is Saint Michael, the Archangel. He's driving back a serpent. By his side, you see what can only be Saint George, his lance skewering a dragon with a cross in the other hand, glorious in battle with shining halos over their heads. And the scene is so uh, striking that you can't help but just stand there and take it in for a few moments. Then what do you want to do? I stand in silence for, for a few moments and then, uh, then I, in awe, slowly start to walk inside the, the library straight up to these uh, motifs in there. Mumbling under my breath, I think, uh, a silent prayer. Mm -hmm. mm. And uh, Carl and Felicia, you're also standing just outside the door. I mean, you can see all this through oh, the door opening. we can see opening. it? Yeah, okay. for sure. Mm -hmm. So we just haven't put our foot in the library yet, but we can Not see yet. it. Not yet, unless you want to, I mean, it's... Well, Felicia looks at everyone and says, well, I suppose this is it. This is the main place where we can find the clues, right? This is it? Well, I hope so. Have you seen those creatures before on the walls? I mean, I know the stories, but these creatures are not... They're not all familiar to me. They're depicted in a little uh, unusual way, I would say, Leif says. No, they're not all familiar to, to me. I mean, I... I've spent my life in the woods and I've I've searched out old folks out there in the forest and the villages who know about things, you know, but I look around these walls and there's there's not that many of these that I remember from from their stories. These seem to be a different sort of story. There's a few things that ring a bell, but uh, this is not it's not all of this is a world I know. So let's see now. What is the first thing we're looking for? Do you remember the... At least I, I think you read a letter. Yes. The second part of the letter mentioned a book, a specific book. Exactly. Can you remind me of the name of the book again? Of course I Thank can. You. It's called The Dark Surrounds Me. The Dark Surrounds Me. Okay. Yes. yes. And it's uh, written by Christian Mortensen. Yes. Oh. Christian Mortensen. Mortensen is a dame. This is the book that uh, the Baroness Katja Kokula di uh, directed Algot to find, at least according to the letter, to help him with banishing or taking care of the ghost somehow. Algot Frisk. Yes. Well, um, Felicia, she has a, also a, a slight breathiness because she's a bit exhausted after all, all of the things that have been happening. So... I think the first thing is to find the book. Don't you agree? And she says, and she steps into the library. I think you're right. Remember that letter also said, uh, be careful with the guardian, pay respect to the creed. Also remember that no spirit can enter or leave the library while the wards are in place, at least not in their spirit form. I don't know what that means. But the wards. As you discuss this, I think you... I mean, you're looking around as you enter the room. And you see behind you the door opening that you just came through. Did you... I'm, I assume that you entered as well here, Carl, even though you... Yes. Yes, okay. 
something is uh, is a bit different. You can see it must have been done around the same period, the paintings and everything. But around the door frame, there are black iron bars that have been crudely driven into the stone, forming like a uh, a square almost around all the way around the the door opening. So there used to be bars on the door. No, it, it doesn't look like that. It looks like someone created a frame, an iron frame, and just drove it into the stone around huh. the door opening. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. No, I don't think there have been bars. There's when you look that way, you also see that there's uh, there's some text written around the door. Oh. And there's a. Uh, I'll, I'll just describe it. <laughs> Enter at your own risk. Something kind like that. Kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do not uh, it's enter. Just like this. No. In, in, uh, the first thing you see is in the middle above the door frame there is a circular black stone set into the wall. Uh, it also looks like it is it has been done more recently than the rest of the room. On it is what looks like a complex rune of some kind that you can't immediately recognize and uh, there's a text above that says by the wards placed here neither spirit nor beast shall enter. And then it says by the sacrifice made, no knowledge shall be taken from this room. Oh. And to the right of the door, there is a, a brass plaque with the creed printed on it. And it says, remember the creed. And then there is the same text that you found on that painting downstairs. Mm, do all of us read this? I mean... Uh, I mean, I'm kneeling in front of the paintings of the saints, as mm. for now. I think Felicia has read everything there is to read. She's furiously looking for any clue in in the writings. Mm-hmm. Well, Leif is... He reads it, but he's a little bit more cautious. He walks around, of course, keeping an eye out for the book, but he is feeling some strong emotions of unfairness. He doesn't know what's unfair, but he knows that something is not right, something... He wants more of something. He wants to be more appreciated for something. He doesn't know really why, though. No, no, but you're right. That is a strong emotion that is lurking there within you. You can't seem to get rid of it. That it's no, I can't shake it. Unfair that others have stuff that belong should belong to you. Mm. It's not completely taking you over, but it's, you know, you have it there in the back of your mind. Yeah. And uh, Felicia, she, she looks at Leif and she, she sees that something is di- different with him. Well, maybe you can roll for observation to find well, out. Well, maybe I can, right? <laughs> How very handy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Do I get any extras? No. No, just your empathy and your observation. Well, there were no successes, so... Pfft. Do you want to push it and get a condition? Just to get his... No, 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 just to no. get his... No. <laughs> oh. You glance at him. No. Ah, he seems oh. fine. Ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're hovering around the door, having discovered this uh, this curious iron frame and the, the plaque with the creed on it and the text and the rune stone. There are the bookshelves, the huge paintings covering all the walls where the father is he's knelt in front of the ones with the saints, right? Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. scene with the saints, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you want to proceed? Carl uh, looks at the creed there and, and reads the words aloud. Hmm, right, you do. Uh-oh. And, uh, well, at first nothing seems to, to happen, really. 
And then, maybe, 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 was there a breeze going through the room? Just now? Then it's all silent again. Did you feel that gust of wind? I did. It reminds me of something that happened in that remembrance room. The first time I was in there, on my own, I felt it. And the voice came. I can't help thinking of that phrase. What was it? Eternal Guardian. And in that letter, it talked of the Guardian as well. I know, but the Guardian, the Ward, is that the same person? I think the Wards are these things that have been put up, this iron frame, that stone, this creed, that's my feeling. But the Guardian, I can't help thinking of that Elsa and, well, who knows who this Guardian is, but... I do agree. Mm. This book, then? Yes, I was just going to, to suggest it. I mean, let's just go and look for... M as in Mortensen, right? Uh, Felice, you're you're somebody who'll know libraries better than me, I dare say. I have to admit, I've spent very little time in them. Uh, I'll follow your lead. I'll go over and look. And she, uh, with a heavy breath, a bit like she has been running a marathon, goes over to the library and starts looking through to find Christian Mortensen's Mm. book. I mean, there are... There are uh, quite a few bookshelves in here, and when you start looking at the, at them, you see that the, some of them are stocked with books, and others are cleaned out. It almost looks like, like or maybe parts of them are have been taken away, mm. but it, there's still like a ton of a ton of books here to look through. But, but can uh, I reach them all, or is it like uh, can I can I reach them all? Well, there are handy small like stools you could step on to to okay. reach the the, uh, the upper shelves. But yeah. I, 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 maybe you're all helping out here. Yes, as much as Carl can, which is only so much. Well, Liv is not actually. He he just mm-hmm. tries to shake this feeling. Mm-hmm. So so he walks around with his uh, jaws kind of clinched, um, like pacing mm. almost. Okay, you walk around the room. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Father Skoglund? Uh, I'm praying in front of the uh, the saints, uh, asking for guidance. I've been feeling lately a lot of frustration in not knowing what to do, not knowing who is evil and who is good. And this has built up uh, a great feeling of anger inside of me. I'm I'm praying quite a long while. I, I'm I'm kneeling in front of these saints and, and praying. So, unfortunately, as at, at least not in the beginning of the search, Father Skoglund will not be eligible for help in this search right now. But maybe, maybe, so having sacrificed that, maybe I, in time, might be able to get rid of my condition. Perhaps. Yes, <laughs> you may. Pretty you please. May. What you're doing is you are um, you're staring up at these images of the Archangel Michael mm. and uh, Saint George, and uh, you can see them looking benignly back down at you mm. and uh, filling you with their their holy light, mm. their strength, their force, their willingness to to root out and destroy all evil, whatever form it might take. I feel resolve entering my body and, and, and yeah. strength of heart. Mm. You can heal a condition, a mental condition. Do you have two? I only have one. 
Yeah, you can you can heal that. Meanwhile, let's do it, do it like this. Felicia. Yep. You can roll an investigate with an extra die from uh, Carl, who is uh, also helping out, looking through the books. Excellent. And Anneli. Mm-hmm. Since you're not actively investigating, you can roll for a, for a vigilance. Aha. There's a die on the floor. Yeah, I can hear it from here. <laughs> Why did it Clattering go? on the floor. Can't find it. Oh, shit. Thor about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no successes. No successes for Leif. All right. Oh, he's successful. Uh, sorry, do you want to push that? Do you want to... Nah, he has conditions as it is. <laughs> nah, okay. Nah. Okay. No, thanks. Felicia? Uh, I've got one success. One? Mm-hmm. I might want to push it. <laughs> do you want to push it? You well, I've got, I've got one physical condition. Come on, I've been... Oh, this is mental, though, so uh, you're, you'll only get mental conditions from, from this one. Okay. I might get one, right? Yeah, you'll get one condition if you push it. Then you get to re-roll all the dice except that success. I'm going to push it. Yeah. I'm going to get angry. Yeah. Frustrated, searching. Oh, bother. Nothing more? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, useless. Oh. Oh. I'm not surprised you're angry. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. Felicia oh. got something dark in her eyes. Well, it is an- enough to uh, find the book you're looking for. It takes a good long while, though. Maybe 15 minutes of searching. And uh, you find it, finally. It's on one of the upper shelves. It's... Uh, a huge tome. It must be at least like a thousand pages in there. Oh, she takes it in her arms and and uh, she's pretty annoyed by now. Yeah. And pretty, pretty irritated. Carl, Carl, help me. I found the book. Uh, Felicia, what, what would you like me to do? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's heavy. Like, I know that I'm strong, but come on. I'm uh, standing uh, here course. on this stool. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just help I'm me. I'm sorry. Oh. And Carl goes over and uh, hefts the book into his arms. Where would you like to look at it? He looks around. Let's just find the nearest table to plonk it down on. So he does so. Mm. Puts it down. I I don't know about you, Felicia, but I'm pretty intimidated looking at that. How many pages are there in that? This binding spell we're supposed to find. I mean, I, I hope there's a contents or whatever it is you have at the beginning of these books well let's just let's look at the, the the book of contents in the beginning let's just open it you open the book yes yes it is uh, as i said it's a huge tome you start leafing through it there are after looking for like half a minute it seems like it is mostly transcriptions of uh, one person's dialogue with is it is he speaking with ghosts? It seems like he's he has transcribed conversations with different beings that he's had. And it's page up and page down of this. And uh, when you start leafing through the book a little bit faster, there are also finally some tips and tricks for how to how to deal with with uh, the undead, the ghosts. Oh, excellent. You're standing looking closely at this. Um Anneli. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe also actually Father Skoglund that you're beginning to, uh, by this point, feel that you've, that you're steady again. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Uh, no, not you. Sorry, Father Skoglund. Aww. Uh, 
<laughs> you can both almost at the same time. No, you notice that there is there is a draft through this room, a wind, mm -hmm. and it seems like it's picking up speed. You can see uh, the curtains by the windows are starting to flap a little in this breeze. But the two of you that, that are standing, looking at the book, you're too um, engrossed to to notice this. You feel that life? Yeah, yeah, but it's, I mean, what, what is it? Somebody's coming? No, but I mean, a, a draft always has, it comes from somewhere and it goes somewhere. It's just one door open here. It can't be a draft through one door only. I uh, guess you're right about that. You, uh, this is what you find while you look at the book. Mm -hmm. You find a relevant episode about how to bind a ghost to an object. And it seems like you need to use an object that meant a lot to it while alive. Mm. And uh, Mr. Mortensen refers to it as a memento. He also mentions something else he calls a lure. Mm -hmm. And it seems like his advice is first you lure the ghost close to the memento using something else that it covets, something that it wants or desires. There's often a, a suitable living host or an object that could be the cause of its regrets, causing it to haunt a place. Then, quickly, and this is a direct quote from the book, tie a strand of hair from yourself to the memento, walk three times backwards around the memento while chanting, I bind thee, the name of the dead person. Oh. Did you say backwards? Yes. Okay. Tie a strand of hair hmm? around the memento and then walk backwards while saying, I tie... I bind thee. Bind. Three times backwards around the memento while chanting, I bind thee and the name of the dead person. But you get the feeling after reading the passage for a few times that this needs to occur rather quickly. That you have to lure the ghost in with this lure, this uh, coveted object, and then present it with a memento. And then it's not clear exactly how this works, but... Mm. There's also a small paragraph about how to exercise a ghost from a living host, and there's another how to destroy a ghost completely. Do you want to look at that too? Yes. Mm. Hmm. All While you're looking at this, uh, <laughs> Father Skoglund and Leif, you're standing there trying to figure out where the breeze is coming from. Yeah. Or going. Yeah, which, mm. yeah, where it's coming from, where it's heading, mm. how can it enter the room mm. when uh, something else happens? <gasps> you're staring at the... Uh, the curtains trying to figure out but the windows are closed and then you see a weird thing you can see the rain outside is still falling heavily it's actually begun to darken outside now being the late afternoon you see is that frost that is forming on the window panes as you look at them oh yes it is you hear the snap and crackle of ice forming and then it's inside the windows and it's starting to spread over the windowsills, down onto the floor. Oh, Leif jumps back, like a big jump step backwards, and he says, Whoa, look at that! It's... What's happening? It's, it's really cold now. This is not normal. Carl, uh, didn't it grow cold in the Remembrance Room when you were there as well? It did. And in the kitchen. Yeah. Was it like this? Well, I don't remember any ice. This feels different, but it's water, you might say. Water filled the kitchen. It filled the remembrance room when this presence came in. And here we have this ice beginning to fill this room, perhaps. 
This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like when hell freezes over, I guess. Hmm. And then you can all hear it, like a whisper in the air. Thief. Thief. Who was that? And you see water start trickling down the walls. And Father Skoglund, to your horror, you see the Archangel and St. George, they seem to be weeping. Water is trickling down from their eyes onto the floor and quickly turning to eyes. We've got the book. We've got the spell. Perhaps we should leave. Way ahead of you, Leif says and runs out of the room. Wasn't there a text about... N- not not removing knowledge, not leaving the room. Yes, yeah. that's it. Oh, so he can't leave the room if he wants to? No, we can't leave with a book. Oh. We don't... We. I think we can remember this. Mm. Well, you haven't had time to read the last two texts about how to exercise the ghost and how to destroy the ghost. We can come back for that. You would need to study it a bit more to, to be sure of how to do that. Is there any way... Um, I suppose you can't rip the pages out of the book because that would be the same as taking the book. Is there any way we can absorb the knowledge quickly? If you spend another minute, you could probably get the the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Just reading through quickly the text. One minute. Do you want to do that? Yes. Okay. So Felicia, you you quickly start uh, scanning the text, trying to remember most of it. Mm -hmm. While the rest of you are anxiously waiting beside her, maybe? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carl. I, I think I've exited the library and started, you know, like scanning outside to see if, if this affects this room only or if it's happening everywhere. You know, the cold and... As you walk through the, the door, the iron frame, you notice something else that is a bit strange. That stone above the door, the black circular stone, you hear a faint humming coming from it. A soft note or a tone... You can only hear if you're really close to it. Is it like a reaction of me going under the, like through the doorway? No, it seems to be uh, a constant resonance. Yes. Mm-hmm. You step through the door, and what you can see, it's it's the same situation as before. There is, it's a uh, water has started to, you know, trickle along the walls. The the carpet is damp underfoot, and the spots on the ceiling have started to to open up, leaking heavily. It's like the rain is almost raining into the castle itself. But apart from that, it is very still and dark in the corridor outside. Okay, Felicia. Yes. You're just scanning the last few paragraphs just to, to get the gist of what what you need would need to do mm-hmm. when suddenly the book snaps shut of its own accord. Oh, she jumps back, jumps back and curses. And you hear an, the voice again. Outsider. Traitor. And then a writing desk just a few yards to your left suddenly lifts off the floor and comes hurtling towards you through the air. Ooh. Roll agility, please, Felicia. Oh. Could I hear the voice as well uh, being yes, outside? Yes, you can okay. hear it from, mm-hmm. from behind you. And also Leif, because he, he ran out the door, so he... Okay, so Leif is also outside. Yes. Do I get any help? No, you, you can't. Sorry, this is. Oh well, maybe if if uh, I could, maybe Carl could could get hold of her arm and pull her. Yeah, try to help her. <laughs> sure, you can get one extra die. Thanks, Carl. Thanks a million. That's really nice of you. One success. That's enough. The the desk narrowly misses you and slams into the wall, breaking in two as it does so with enormous force. Helvete, she says. 
Felicia, let's get out of here now. Yes, of course. And she quickly follows uh, Carl, runs out the library. So you head for the door? Yes. Don't forget the key. When you head for the door, something appears in front of you, between you and the door. Oh. A translucent form appears out of the air and an icy northern wind seemingly from nowhere seems to strike you in your faces. This translucent shape is hovering above the floor. It's a woman. Yes, it must be. Mm -hmm. There's water dripping off of her. Her skin is white and pale and loose hanging off her bones. She looks as if she's just come up from the water. Her face is slack. Her eyes are just empty sockets and the mouth is hanging open. And she's just staring at you. Thieves. Outsiders. Carl. And Carl says, Elsa. Elsa Moon's daughter. Is, is that you? We are here to help. As you say that, she... The apparition falters for a moment, just hovering in the air. And then it repeats what you just said. Elsa Monstadter. Carl, do you have the locket with you? You see it's turn its empty sockets towards you as you say that. No, uh, that, that's in two pieces and, and neither you or I have those. He turns to Elsa again, or to this uh, apparition anyway. We're here to help. We want to bring back the books. Where will we find them? The books? She looks around herself. The thief took the books. The traitor took the books. He stole them. He stole them. Traitor. And then shards of ice break loose from the floor, flying up in the air, forming icicles. And they're all pointed at you. But, but can I just ask, I thought one of us had the locket. As you say that, Felicia, you realize that you're the one having it. Oh. You're the one that picked it up. You still have it in your pocket. So um, Felicia takes out the locket, the half locket, and um, she looks at Elsa, showing her the locket, saying, We are here to help, Elsa. We are here to help. If you are willing to help us. You see the apparition stare at the locket, and then its hair flies out like a halo around its head. And you see fury on its face. It's you. You stole them. And with a storm of ice, those icicles come flying towards you. Oh, fudge. Yes. How about another <laughs> roll for agility? <laughs> fudge, fudge, fudge. Okay, Carl, are you still tugging my sleeve or what? Yes. <laughs> or maybe pushing you out of the way I'm this like time. I'm dodging. For variety. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tweet, 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 tweet. Oh no, nothing. Nothing? No. Well then. Can I push it? Uh, yes, of course you can. Taking a condition. Another mental condition? No, this is a physical one. Well, I have one which is exhausted. So if I'm battered, mm -hmm. how battered am I? Then it's, I'm pretty worn. Yeah, you... you, you <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. Are, you will I'm have just... two... Yeah, if you're battered and exhausted, then that's what you are. And you'll also have two less dice and all physical actions. Yeah, mm. I'm just thinking mm. what will happen if those icy daggers... I'm just um, damage controlling here. Like, what will happen if I get, like, five million icy daggers towards me? I'm going to die, aren't I? That's the question, right? We don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm probably going to be possessed. Push it, push it. I'm going to push it. 
Ooh. Yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. Nah. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> really That's awful. Too bad. Too bad. Two icicles come flying and they pierce you. One through the shoulder and the other through your leg, and you feel an intense pain as you are now broken. You fall to the floor. <sighs> and the ghost is circling around you. You notice, Carl, actually, it seems to be focusing completely on Felicia and ignoring you for some reason. Can we try to get her out of there? Can we try to drag her out of the library? Do you rush in to help? Yeah, I do that. I rush in and I try to just pull her out. Yeah, okay. and uh, uh, Leif helps out. Good. Roll for force, Father Skoglen, with an extra die. So maybe two if Carl wants to help too. Yes. My turn to drop dice on the floor. Copycat. Yeah. Meow. The dice droppers. Yeah. New podcast. <laughs> dice droppers. <laughs> dice droppers. <laughs> so two yeah. bonus dice. That means I get to roll all my Vassan dice mm. and my yes. dragon metal die. Wow. Excellent. Two successes. That's enough. With heroic effort, you manage to drag Felicia's prone body out of the door while you hear the shrieking of that apparition inside. You see it dive towards you as you as you just exit the door, but for some reason it can't seem to follow you. It's like it, it's turned back at the door and you can see it flying away towards the ceiling somewhere in that library. You hear that shriek and you see ice is starting to form on all the shelves inside that of that room. I go up to the threshold and I look into the library and I I shout inside. Guardian, we are not your enemies. We're not the traitor. We're here to help. We're here to bring the books back. You see uh, you see the apparition turn towards the door. The books. Yes, bring the books to me. Bring them. Where are they? They're stolen. They're stolen. Yeah, but he brought them back. The traitor. He stole them. The traitor was burnt. He brought them back. Where are they? Buried. The books are buried? Then she's gone. You see the apparition fade away. And suddenly the room inside is still again. I turn around to the rest of the people and I just say... We need to help Felicia, but uh, we know that the traitor, Knut Eriksson, he, he brought the books back, right? He did. Wasn't there something, though, about those books being burnt with him? Yeah. While they're talking about this, uh, Leif is uh, kneeling by Felicia's side and he's trying to to make her feel better. He's he's trying to um, to yeah. heal her wounds. There, he, he is pretty knowledgeable when it comes to medicine. So Felicia, as you dragged out the door, now it's the time for that critical injury roll. <gasps> yes. Uh oh. Do you know how to make one? Uh, let me see. Critical injury roll. So you roll a d66 for this. That's first a d6 and then another one. You tell me what they are mm-hmm. in order. Okay. Exciting! Oh my goodness. Not in a good way. No, not in a good way. First one. Two. Okay. That's good. That's good. Five. Twenty-five. Uh-huh. Facial injury. Oh. It seemed like one of those uh, icicles gashed you in the face as it flew past. Not my face, I'm an actor. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) This is not fatal in any way. Okay. 
but it will give you a, a defect that is deformed face. So will you write, write down that you have a defect called deformed face? Deformed? Oh, what will Carl say about this? Carl is my husband, not you, Carl. And then we'll roll at the end of the mystery to see if you, if it's permanent or if you manage to heal it somehow. Mm. But that's it for now. But you're still incapacitated. You're lying on the floor in, in, in pain. I'm still broken, but I can speak. Yes. Weakly, very weakly, but you can't okay. move. Okay. You can crawl, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Can anything be better if Leif helps her a little bit yes. with knowledge and medicine? Yes. Do you have medicine? medicine as a skill? Yes, I do. Then you can roll for medicine if anyone is. Uh, Perfect. Does anyone can want we to help aid? out while we're talking? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two extra dice, and thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Four successes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Four. Wow. Four out of six dice. Oh my word. Wow, that is. Uh, I know. Impressive uh, field <laughs> surgery there. I had to Mr. check Anderson. like three times. Like, huh? <laughs> All right. So you you quickly, maybe it has something to do with these being icicles mm. that quickly are easily easy to remove, and you can quickly bind the wounds. So you actually regain. All of your conditions, <laughs> Felicia, because <laughs> that's how this game works. Physical, not mental. Your physical, your physical yeah. one. So I'm still a bit pissed off. Okay. You are, yeah, oh. I think you're probably a bit. Uh, I mean, this must have uh, taken its toll on you. Yes. But uh, for now, you're in, you're in good enough shape to you know walk and talk and yeah. even fight should should the need arise. Yes. Thank you, Leif. I I I can't thank you enough. Oh, my face. Oh. No worries, I just did what I had to do, so happy you're feeling better. I won't forget it. That's uh, some skill in medicine you got there, life. Yeah, I, I had to teach myself how to take care of myself when I got hurt. You know, I travel alone, so I don't get anybody to take care of me, so that's why. Very impressive. So, what's the next step? Well, we learned a thing or two in there, didn't we, from that book? Mm-hmm. And we learned how to bind this ghost. Yes. And I was thinking about those books. Now, that Guardian wants these books. And if we could use the books as a lure, just like the excerpt from that book said that we read, or you read, Felicia, you read out to me, then perhaps we can lure the ghost with those, and then we need a memento, it said. I mean, there's the locket, of course, if we could, if we could mend that, that, that's maybe the best thing. If we use the books, we get it close, and then we perform that spell. What was it? Walking backwards three times, saying, I bind thee, and saying his name. I bind thee, Knut. Knut Eriksson? Yes, that's right. As you say that, you hear a door slamming downstairs. Must be the, the entrance door to the castle. And you hear a shouting voice that you immediately recognize as that of the policewoman. She's hurt. Someone, please help. She's, she's badly hurt. Where are you? Carl um, looks down at Felicia. Felicia, can, can, you, can you move? Are you all right? Come. Yes, yes. It's just my face now. I mean, I will frighten anyone who comes near me, but uh, let me go and see what she, what she needs. So Felicia goes down. Um, we all run down. Yeah. yeah. We all go in. We all run down the stairs. Yeah. Standing inside the entrance door is indeed the policewoman, Josefina Skarp. And she's looking disheveled. You remember now that it was quite a good while ago that she and 
Sibylla went down to the boathouse to try and see what they could do about the corpse of their friend. Mm. That's right. They've been, been gone for a long while. You seems you almost forgot about them, but she has panic in her eyes now. You can see there's actually blood on her cheek. One of her sleeves is torn, and she's looking at you as you enter, as you come down the stairs. Oh, there you are. Thank God. It... Sibylla, she's... We went to the boathouse, and, and the corpse wasn't there, and then she started looking around, and I followed her, and then suddenly we were attacked by a monster, and she's... She was fighting with it, and I, I, I ran. I didn't know what to do. We, we have to help her. I think she's, she's in bad shape. Where is she now? Outside. A monster? Where is the monster now? Outside. With her? The monster? Where, where is it? I mean, is it still around? Can it attack us? I, I don't know. It's outside. She said outside. Let's go. We rush out. I rush out. I rush out. Yeah. Yes, Felicia straight right run straight outside. Yeah. Yeah. You you uh yeah, she she follows you outside. You can see as you run past the salon that the the surprised faces of Abraham and and Algot in there, but they don't follow you out. As you come out, you see the dark sky above you, the rain is still falling heavily. There's mud all over. And uh Josefina, she's trying to protect her eyes as she's looking there, over there, and she points at a thicket of trees, maybe thirty yards away, that in the direction where you haven't been before. They were in there. Please. You see now that she seems hurt. She, she's steadying herself on the doorframe. I rush out towards the thicket, uh, fiddling with something in my hands as I go there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Carl follows as well, readying, readying his rifle. And uh, Felicia as well with the rifle. With a pistol. Yeah, with a pistol, yeah. Yeah, and Leif also with his fists ready because he doesn't have a weapon. Mm. Yeah, you rush out into the darkening castle garden towards that thicket of trees and as you come close to it there's a flash of lightning in the sky the thunder is still rolling in the distance somewhere and you can see lit by that flash there are what seems to be two figures fighting or wrestling inside that thicket one of them looks strange then it's black again it's just maybe 10 or 15 yards inside that thicket you can see it's not possible to discern anything about the shapes at all one was probably Sibylla. Mm-hmm. The other, was it a, a naked, naked person? Uh-oh. A naked person? I rush in. You rush in. You push through the branches. Do do the rest of you follow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well. Bad feeling about this. Okay. Mm. Father Skoglund is still, uh, she's, he, he's in the lead. As you push through the last of the branches, there's uh, this scene opening up before you. You see, faintly lit from from the castle windows, you can see almost shadows fighting in the darkness. There is indeed Sibylla just a few yards away, and with her she's grappling with what looks like a naked man, but he's deformed, he's burnt, does not look well, that's for certain, and she's grunting. But the other figure is making no noise whatsoever, just coldly assaulting her, attacking her, trying to push her to the ground. Can I... is there... Uh, there's not inside in this game, right? No. What do you want to do? I, I would like to discern, like, does she seem herself? Ooh, you can roll for observation, but you would need more than one success because it's very dark and uh, the situation is far from clear. Well, I am a very observant fella. Let's see. 
Can we help? Mm, can we help? No, I think you're not communicating this to the others, right? No, I'm just rushing in, and before yeah, yeah. I, I before I at, at, attack the uh, naked, deformed person, I just mm. want to see, like, does she look herself? Yeah. So you can't help. Sorry. That's no successes. I'm gonna push that. Mm -hmm. Because I have a shitload of dice in this. <laughs> That's when you push it. That's when you push it. Still no success, though. So I get a condition. Mm, yes, you do. Now you can't seem to. It's, it's, it's impossible to see. You can't even see her facial features in this in this dusk. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I become frustrated and angry from not like you know being able to discern if she's herself. So I'm gonna just uh, take a chance and throw myself into it, and with my uh, knuckle duster. Yeah. That has engraved crosses on each of the knuckle. I'm gonna jump the deformed naked creature and I'm gonna hit it straight across the face. Roll for initiative. Can all roll a d10. Hmm. All of us. Yes. Okay. Eight. Seven for Carl. Five for Felicia. Yes. Remember your your numbers now. Yep. Please. Uh, two for two for Father Scotland. Yeah. Just gonna write this down real quick. Right, so you, yeah, describe again, you wallop this uh, thing yep. in the head. Yeah, Yeah. go exactly. ahead and roll for uh, for force. I have to bring in yet another die for this roll. <laughs> Eight of them. Oh, still only one success though. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna push that. Do you have, you have one condition already, right? Uh, not physical. Okay, cool. And that's w one more. So two, two. Yeah, two successes. Does that knuckle dust does it have any? What's the damage? It's, it's one, right? Yeah, one bonus and one damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to use my my extra success if I could try and pin the creature down. Sure, you can. You uh, smack it across the head and then f follow up, throwing your weight over it, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Creature of Satan. Yield! Yeah, as you come close to it, you feel this horrible smell of cooked, burnt flesh. Old, rotted. And then you're both on the ground. You see, uh, in your in the corner of your eye, you see an almost surprised expression on Sibylla's face. But also, is, is that gratitude? You'll see later. Right, next up, Sibylla. She, she's going to throw a vicious kick. A vicious kick at this thing. But alas, it does not connect. She slips in the mud down to one knee. Next up, Felicia, what do you want to do? Well, I'm thinking now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did have a minute there in the library to l look through how you can destroy, right? Uh, yes, real mm -hmm. quick. What you remember from reading that, uh, it was uh, more of a ritual. Okay. Nothing you could do. I can go into detail later, but it's, it's nothing you could do like in the spur of the moment. You would need okay, to prepare. Okay, so I need yeah. to use uh, some sort of force, I guess. Can I use my gun? Yes, mm? you can. I think we established that you don't have ranged combat though, but you can roll for precision and then yeah. you have two extra bonus dice for the rifle itself. Yes. So describe your, your action before you roll. So um, 
Felisa takes up her, her ganj and she's swearing as she does it. Swedish swear words are coming out of her mouth very quickly. the yakel. Yes. Uh, as she points the gun <laughs> towards the um, towards the naked creature. Yep. And that is one success. Yes, you fire off a shot almost blindly in this growing darkness, but it seems to connect. You hear a thud, but the creature does not seem to to react. Right, next up is Carl. I guess we're pretty close to all of this. Yes. Yeah, and they're on the ground now. Uh, Father Skoglund is, is wrestling with the, with the creature. Yes. So Carl reverses his rifle and brings the butt of it down to club this creature, this man, this thing uh, in the head. Yes. And you roll close combat to see if that goes according to plan. And uh, I'm using, I'm not using my fists, I'm using this pretty heavy thing. Do I get yeah. any <laughs> uh, extra, I, I get two bonus for my rifle, but that's obviously for firing the thing. Do I get any any bonus at all? Considering yeah, that sure. I'm bringing a heavy uh, thing? You can get, um, uh, let's say, uh, uh, yeah, plus, plus one dice, okay. bonus dice. Sure. That's one success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you connect as well with a sickening thud. You, you drive that uh, the butt of the rifle into the creature's head. You hear something break. It's uh, it seems to have subsided a bit in its movements, being a bit more still, still trying to grasp at the face of the father. Leif, your last. Yeah. What do you want to do? You've seen all this play out before your eyes. Oh, before yes. you have a chance to act. He. Uh, not to be braggy, but this is what Leif does the best. <laughs> it means that I got a shitload of dice to roll. So I'm gonna do that right now. What do you do exactly? Tell me. Uh, he throws himself basically on this. Well, let's see what happens. It's force, yeah? Yeah. But I hope I'm happy after, <laughs> after I yeah, throw this as see. well. Not happy. Not happy. No, you want I shouldn't have bragged. Down? Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. Please, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, one meager success. So yeah. All right. And also right that you have a physical condition. Maybe you're battered or exhausted. Choose one. Exhausted could be a thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. With with the last of your power reserves, you throw yourself at the creature. Now you're all like in a big mosh pit, just hammering down on this creature, <laughs> lying, yeah. lying on the ground. <laughs> And uh, with a decisive smack with your fist, you seem to, yeah, suddenly it's still, not moving, as if it's never moved at all. Mm. Just a dead body on the ground. You see Sibylla stagger back, sitting down in the mud. What happened? What was that? I only gather it must be the policeman, the corpse. And then suddenly, a flash of blue around the corpse. Something... Get back, everyone. Something removing itself from the corpse. And you see again a vision of an, 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 a spectre, something, and then it's gone. Just in an instant. There it was. Who did it go to? Who did it go to? I start looking at everyone else. <laughs> Smart move. Did it... Which, which direction did it go? Who has it? Who has it? Could it be back to the castle? You, you're, not, you're not sure. Okay. When you look around... In this place you're now standing in the mud where you've just wrestled with this this creature that is now once again dead. 
you see that you're standing in a small graveyard. Mm. Crosses have been put up, not many, just a handful. And you can see as Sibylla rises up, she points to one of them and she says, I found that thing digging there. And she points to one of the crosses. You can see that the ground has been disturbed and mm. earth has been thrown to the side. The traitor, the ghost, wanted the books as well. I know that from when I had it. Should we maybe... We should dig and see what we find. I think you're right, father. Absolutely. Forgive us, father. We, uh, we must sin. And I start digging. Yes, the rain lashing your backs, you bend down to do this dirty work. As you see, the name on that cross is indeed Elsa Månsdotter. And that's where we end the episode. Oh! <laughs> so many things. So many things. But at least now the policewoman believes me. At least now... Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's mm, one of us true. now. She... Yeah. Uh-huh. Tried to deny what happened. Like, <laughs> mind you, she, she didn't get involved, did she? Did she come with us? No, she seemed to to stay hang back. But you also could see as you rushed past her that she seemed uh, pretty bad off. She was mm. like steadying herself even to to be able to stand. Oh. Maybe we need to head back to see if the ghost, so the ghost mm-hmm. doesn't go into her and inhabit her. So, so that's mm. Elsa's grave, mm. though. Wow. Elsa's grave. Mm-hmm. Right. The, this is very interesting. Yeah. If I wanted to return the books, it's a pretty nice way to <laughs> to do it. I mean, if you wanted to return the books, it's like, oh, here you are. But we need to return Aww. the books to the library, no? Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but, you, but I mean, other things have happened. Do you have a plan? Like, there are. No, do we do that? Of course we don't. To dig and return. To be honest with you, there's so <laughs> many clues. I'm trying to get all the clues together and, mm-hmm. and where they lead to. But I don't know whether this is the time to discuss all the clues we have, but I would like to. <laughs> I mean, so far, we, we don't have a single clue as to where the books are. Do, don't do, we don't, do we? But they must be in here. I mean, they. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. But we don't have any other yeah. clue. We, we do have a clue. Elsa said, yes, you asked Father Skoglund. You asked Elsa, where are they? And she said buried, didn't she? Yes. She did. Uh, so they must be here. So let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we should get the locket from Sibylla. We should get the other locket from Sibylla, don't you think? Mm. Yeah, put the two pieces together, see if they'll yeah. fit back together or not. Yeah. And what happens when they do? But I mean, of, of course, binding the ghost will only bind it. So maybe we also want to banish it somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to tell you as well next week about what else Felicia found in that book oh, during good. those last ah. hectic few moments before oh, you rushed out of the library. Right. Good job I stayed. The secret that you gave your face for. Exactly. <laughs> the deformed face, yeah. That could be kind of cool, though. Like with a scar. Arr. Maybe twisted. <laughs> exactly. Like I'd prefer yeah. not to keep my defect, though. Oh, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> what was your maybe. defect? <laughs> uh, incontinence. Incontinence. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to urge you to, to look back at the, the letters that you had, oh, that you received. Yes. The, because there are also other options, maybe. In those, if you Indeed. have you planted two again? separate ways for us to banish the ghost? 
And I, I, I want to give you guys some options. Yeah. That's that's all. Mm -hmm. mm. See where your creativity takes you. Mm. That's nice. Great. And that's hopefully what we will find out next week, Anneli. Can I this time? Because last time I screwed it up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. Are you over that? <laughs> okay. I'm over it now. Next I'm time, all over it. when Sweden rolls once again. Oh, perfect. I know. <laughs> You've been listening to Sweden Rolls playing Väsen, starring Anneli Hid, Ingla Lund, Andreas Lundström, Dominic Kelly and Mattias Redbo. Väsen is a role-playing game published by Fria Ligan, Free League Publishing. And please also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash swedenrolls, where you can help us do this show by donating a small amount and you also get access to lots of cool stuff if you do that. You get exclusive bonus episodes, prequels with the characters from the show, monthly interviews, bloopers, original soundtracks and much much more. You can also get access to our Discord channel with daily discussions and hangouts. And the higher level patrons even get to play games with us. You can also help out by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and by interacting with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. The music on the show is composed by our very own Andreas Lundström. Until next time, stay safe and don't forget to walk backwards three times around a rock the next time you take a walk through the woods. If you want to get back safely, that is. Sweet dreams. <laughs>